following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Growing Business and Community, our podcast with the Upward Niagara Chamber of Commerce. I'm Jennifer Pauly, the president of the chamber, and we are here with the director of the Lewiston Council on the Arts, Maria Fortuna Dean. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure, my pleasure. So happy to have you on the podcast, mostly because we're in festival season, and this is the week of the art festival. (laughs) Yes, it is. So last (laughs) week, we had the opportunity to talk about festivals and our calendar of events Mm -hmm. and things coming up, and I went on an overview of what's coming up in August, and now we're in the second week of August. And the second weekend in August is always the Arts Council weekend. It's always your time to shine. And the two-day festival is coming up this Saturday and Sunday. Tell us a little bit about what we can expect this weekend. Well, it's going to be a great festival. We are definitely ramping up this final week. I cannot believe how quickly the summer has gone by. We had our, uh, we have actually today is supposed to be our last uh, of our Music Mondays. And then we are full speed ahead for the Art Festival. We have uh, over 200 vendors coming, artists, musicians, uh, concessionaires. It's going to be a wonderful, uh, vibrant street once again. And we have uh, activities for families. We have the Castellani Art Gallery coming in. We have Art uh, Art Park coming in. The aquarium will be in with a booth. Uh, The library has their make-and-take station as well. We have a beautiful, uh, beautiful indigenous experience in the gazebo area um, with additional programming from what has been in years past provided by Art Park. There is something called the Trail of Treaties, which will be six stops along Center Street. And each stop um, will uh, discuss, and um, there's a there's an audiovisual component. I'm oh, not sure wow, how it will work with the, with the sound well, of the... We'll uh, see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. You can read it or you can use the, the QR code. And um, you can hear about each individual treaty that was very impactful um, on the region and on the community, the indigenous community. There's a little passbook that goes with it that's beautiful that was produced by Art Park. Um, and at each stop, you get a little stamp. Each stop is marked by a Haudenosaunee flag. Wow. And um, if you get all six stamps, when you get to the gazebo, you can make your own um, edge of the forest. Um, I'm not sure. I think it's a, it's like a pin that you can make. Oh, very nice. And there'll also be a two-row activity that could be made, uh, a little bracelet. I'm not sure if it's a bracelet or a ring that's to be decided by the artist um, who's doing that. Uh, Mary Claus is going to be doing that for us. And we have um, different speakers and presenters all in the gazebo. We have uh, Native American artists. So that whole, a- that whole area is going to be very, very active. We have uh, Jordan and Kehala Smith doing uh, dancing in the gazebo area, but also down Center Street. They're going to do a snake dance, and we really hope everybody joins in all the way down. So there's lots of programming with that. Uh, we have the 12-8 Path Band playing up and down the street, and we have Barroom Buzzards playing up and down the street. Uh, the Grant Asker Quartet will be playing um, outside of um, St. Peter's on that mm-hmm. corner there. Very so nice. So hopefully there's going to be just 
a lot going on um, and just a great chance to get out and be together in the sunshine. I yes. Hope. Well, it is and rain or shine. Rain so or shine. We, we will be there. We say yeah. to bring to outdoor events. We always tell people, bring your umbrella yeah. because if you bring your umbrella, it's it not going rain. to rain. <laughs> that is correct. Right. And I think it's a proven theory. Absolutely. I think so. But regardless, it is such a, a fun family filled event and yeah. you really made the the weekend full of things yeah. for everybody for all ages absolutely very yeah. interactive so that's yeah. an exciting you've added a lot of exciting components this year to yeah. the art well, festival there was already so much there with um from eva and irene over the years that we very happily continued there are wonderful traditions that everyone looks forward to and other things we fleshed out our chalk walk this year um is expanded back back to what it used to be years ago you know the the pandemic did a real number on right things. so last year was a, a different format with just two teams invited and this year we've opened it up not only to all the high schools but also to all age groups and other groups so we have uh, a girl scout troop coming we have a, a, a family group a little group of friends that's coming and they're in their they're they're grouped by age right but they're not necessarily associated with schools yeah and we also have uh really excitingly is that a word excitingly a um a category for um not like a professional but an adult artist over 18 and we have several individuals who are entering in that so we should have some really um fun and beautiful entries and our theme is choose love so we've had some, just some really beautiful entries. We have a new sponsor with First Presbyterian Church as well. So it's Key Bank, Mount St. Mary's at First Presbyterian. So that allows us to, uh, to open that up and really make it a community event, including, and this is exciting, a uh, fill-in-the-heart activity. So it's going to be a collaborative uh, piece on the street there with pre-drawn hearts and a beautiful pattern that will be done by, um, by Cindy Sanchez. Mm -hmm. And... You can come in and fill fill in those hearts and be a part of the chalk fest, even if you don't want to commit to an eight foot by ten foot mural. You can uh, make your mark on Center Street. I love that you opened that up to different variety of artists, different <sighs> age groups. Yeah. I think that it is very exciting to have some expansion in that part of yeah, of the art yeah. festival, and it kind of gets everybody excited. You know, I mm -hmm. can be an artist too. I can yeah. get my group together and come up with a concept and and show it off to friends and family and visitors and yes. pretty much anybody who comes. Yes, and people love to see that as it's happening. Definitely, you know? and you know, it's really we're you know we're educators, all of us, and uh, parents are educators. We're all edu educators, and we learn through the years. That that it's really about the process. You yes. Know? And we just want people to enjoy that and to consider themselves artists and to live this, you know, this concept of living an artful life, finding beauty, creating beauty whenever you can. And it doesn't doesn't have to necessarily be uh, something that someone someone else has to purchase or or make or put a value on. If if it gives you fulfillment and helps you to express yourself, it's wonderful. Well, this festival runs on Center Street. So yes. the street is closed down, mm -hmm. 5 o'clock in the morning, uh -huh. Saturday morning, bright <laughs> and early. Vendors start rolling in, yeah. but the street is definitely closed from 4th Street to 8th Street. So if mm -hmm. you're driving into Lewiston, just be pre prepared for the detours and knowing that mm -hmm. the street is closed. But it is filled with vendors from 4th yes. Street to 8th, full of vendors, and in between there, uh, would be your performers strolling up and down the street. Mm -hmm. There's food vendors, craft, uh, make-and-take vendors, mm -hmm. um, art vendors, pottery, uh, photography, you name it. Your yeah. festival mm -hmm. has 
a wide variety of, of vendors and crafters mm-hmm. that um, craftsmen, um, artists that, mm-hmm. that come. So what is usually the process for a vendor to get into this festival? Because it is a little bit different than, let's say, the Lewiston Harvest and, and um, yes. Hops Festival, which is definitely a craft festival. Exactly. This is more of an art festival. Tell mm-hmm. us about the process that vendors have to go through to be accepted into this festival. Right. So this festival, like many other art festivals, is a juried festival. So artists make ap- make their application. Um this year, we've, we went for the first time online, so that's been great and also bumpy, as all transitions are. That's okay. That's all right, but it's been it's been great, and it's really opened it up because um, everything is online. And actually, last, last uh, year, um, in the survey that we took of the artists, many of them asked for this online format um, so that it makes it easier. Definitely. You know, anyway, so you, um, you apply, and then uh, the, uh, the individual... Uh, works are evaluated by a jury and then it's it's decided in that way so just an application alone um, does not determine that you will be in you're judged your work is judged every year based on the pool of applicants and so I, it's different it's different every year and it, it doesn't is. being accepted one year doesn't necessarily mean being accepted the next year right um, so yeah so the, that's that's the process of getting in we had um, I would say uh, I'm trying. I think close to 300 applicants, and we have we took 200. Yeah, there's only so much space. There's only so much space on Center Street. (laughs) We wish we could take more. But I do Uh, think it's important to have that type of process for your vendors for this art festival. It changes the caliber of the festival. Absolutely. And the art that you see and the artists that you see that you are there to look at and to possibly Mm -hmm. purchase. It is top of the line. It's amazing work. And they come from all over the United States as well. They do. I think mm-hmm. that's something that is very impressive for your festival. Mm-hmm. It's not just, um, you know, the artists that you know down the road or right. in our local community. People apply to the show from all over the United States to be mm-hmm. a part of this. And that's such a testament to the work that the Arts, Co- Arts Council has done over the years. Absolutely. Eva and Irene really just built this from, you know, 30 years ago from a, a very local feeling and wonderful festival, mm-hmm. even back then, to just, you know, through word of mouth, other artists, even today, part of the application is how did you hear about this festival? And, um, you know, there's all sorts of um, listings online and, and, and other other medium where, people, where artists can find out about it. The number one answer is from another artist. Definitely. So, and it's uh, it's all of the a- uh, attributes that you said, the, the quality of the art, uh, but also, it's just the experience of being on beautiful Center Street. It feels very cozy. Um, the people that come through, they all these the comments are just lovely, and it's really about the experience themselves for the artists, how welcome they feel. Um, so it's and that was and that um, that feeling is created by the organizers, and that's really kudos to Eva and Irene over the years. Well, a lot of people don't understand the logistics that go into a festival. I actually touched upon it last week, just mm. a little bit, but the planning that goes, the juried process, uh, the first of all, actually setting the date and confirming the date with the village <laughs> to make sure you know we have this date. It's been going on for decades. This is yeah. our date. Mm-hmm. And after that, the the juried process, the application process, laying out the vendors on the street. Mm-hmm. That is such a process. I've seen you know multiple times going out to check the curb numbers yeah. and you know making sure the space is what we need. Yeah. Ten by ten spaces add up after a while for the the tents. Yeah. Yeah. So it's logistically planning out where your vendors are are um, 
putting their 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 artwork and spacing mm-hmm. it out the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, garbage cans to uh, to musicians to you know where the info booth is. Yeah. It it is all a work of art. <laughs> really, it is, <laughs> and not just the artists, but laying this festival right, out right. and the logistics behind it. It takes a um, a lot of work and a lot of preparation to make this festival happen. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, you are new into this role, but you have had a great board of directors as well to lean yeah, on absolutely. and to help you get through this process. Mm-hmm. How involved are your board of directors, especially in this weekend? How hands-on are they in helping you make this weekend a, a success? Um, I would say it varies, you know, depending yeah. on their ability to, um, you know, to commit time and their own um, sort of uh, talents and, and um, areas in which they're um, in which they're involved. We have uh, so a lot of them are going to be boots on the ground the day of the festival, yes. which is incredibly, incredibly <laughs> valuable to me. Um, but others have been involved uh, in the process earlier on. Um, helping um, introducing me to the artistic community so that that's our pool of judges you know the people from the Castellani Art Gallery um, artists that are at the Mac that sort of thing Um, people from the Buffalo art world so those connections have really really helped in uh, in helping me um, build that sort of that panel judges for both for both the first round and then also for the competition which happens at the festival as well and um, so and then uh, Cindy Sanchez is, you know, doing the whole uh, the whole chalk walk, doing that the wonderful T-shirt that we um, that we are putting out this year. Um, I, I just can't off the top of my head say all the many things, but they are very involved before, during, and after. Um, and also, they've just been very valuable for me because we have new people who are new to the board and people who have served for years. And that, as they say, that institutional knowledge has been invaluable definitely so Jean Cobago and Pat McDonald that's that's you I'm talking about to say and they're always so gracious we don't have to do it this way but you should know that this is what happened in the past when we tried this or tried that and you know that's that's just gold for me and I just am really grateful to have that that variety that variety of experience um, both with the art festival just and just in their lives you know we have artists but we also have people who are you know from the financial world you know it's just a different, a really great mix. You have a great balance. Mm-hmm. They are definitely boots on the ground. I've seen them in work at yes. five in the morning, helping to yes. get things to where they need to be and get vendors in, in their place. Uh, but you could probably still use more volunteers, right? So if yes. somebody wanted to, they could contact your <laughs> office and say, "Let put me in. Yes. And you know, it's really fun to do. It's it really is. Fun. There's so much excitement in the air, especially in that six o'clock slot yes which, which oh we need goodness. people for 6 a.m is a piece of cake oh. the, the street is beautiful yeah. the sunrise is coming yeah. up it's nice and quiet yeah. within minutes it does get a little yeah. hectic because all of a sudden you blink your eyes seven o'clock in the morning everybody's arriving at right. once to right. to come in but i i know from experience in setting up these events that is the time you could use yeah, more people. Absolutely. But it's also, it's, it's a wonderful time, though. You know, it's it that, is. If any, anybody listening out there has been in theater, it's just, it's those moments before the show. It's the anticipation that's really, really exciting. And then to just see, you know, 10 o'clock, ding, it starts. It does. Uh, it's really, really nice. So the, the actual art festival show is Saturday, this Saturday mm-hmm. and Sunday, yes. from 10 to 5 both days? 10 to 5. Uh, no, 10 to 10 6 to on six. Saturday, 10 to 5 on Sunday. On Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then another weekend of the art festival will be finished and over. But yeah. one of the things that people do not realize is the artists are actually judged 
at the event. If they choose to enter a piece. Right. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that and how that process happens. Because I yeah. think some people come and they see the ribbons on the mm-hmm. the outside of the vendor and they're wondering, you know, well, what did they have to do? Right. Did they enter? What piece did they put in mm-hmm. to be judged? Tell us about the process from the artist's point of view on what they do to get that, yeah. that yeah. accolade. Each artist is... Um, permitted, allowed, allotted two pieces of their of their work that they can enter. Um, they have to fill out their, their little forms and bring it down to the fire hall. The fire company has very graciously uh, allowed us to use that space. And we have volunteers there taking in the pieces and setting them all up and, and grouping them by categories. And um, there's about that's about a two hour window in which they can bring down their artwork. If the pieces are too big, we have our little golf carts and we will, you know, help <laughs> to them take do them that through with a volunteer, and they set everything up. Uh, it's closed to the public, and then we have a panel of uh, judges that takes uh, usually over two hours to go through, and each each judge uh, does their their evaluation independently, and then they uh, they come together and they discuss the choices and you know, why they believe this is, this has the qualities we're looking for and whatever. It's, uh, you know, it's very individual. These kinds of things are. Right. And um, then they, they assign the winners. The ribbons are put on. And I, I think by one thirty the artists can pick up their pieces and put them back in their booths and hopefully make a sale. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think people notice that. They notice the, the uh, recognition that's given to the artists. And uh-huh. it's so exciting to have artists want to showcase their items and go through this process because it is a juried show you do have to get into a step to get into that show so that's an honor in itself Mm -hmm. and then to enter your piece to to be judged and you know to be recognized is another honor as well yeah I know artists look forward to doing that yeah yeah and it's and it's a it's hard to be a judge in these things because you know, it is it is so subjective. It is, and you know, having been on both not in not in the visual arts world, but in the performing arts world, having been on both sides of it, um, I I'm, I really appreciate the the experience of the of the artist. You know, to have to it's very vulnerable to put your piece out there and, and have have a group of people give their opinion on it. You know, um, and then also being a judge in these kind of situations to just know that your decisions have have an impact on someone else is an honor, but it's also it is. You know, Well, this leads us into a great little segue. This segment was definitely about the art festival uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Come on out to the village of Lewiston. But it also is about Maria. So she is new to her position. (laughs) I figured, how can we segue into this wonderful um, history that you have and the experience that you have? So I had the opportunity to meet Maria at the end of last year Mm -hmm. when the Art Council had chosen you as the successor of, um, and we say even, I because they did everything together and they were an institution in themselves with the art uh, council for for decades and I had the opportunity to be able to meet Maria and talk about you know some of her background and just get excited about once you had purchased your house and you know full-time here and (laughs) here we are months later and you are definitely in the position ingrained in it full steam ahead but tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to this position in the art council coming back home so you know so to speak yes it really does feel full circle for me um 
well, how far back am I going? Well, I mean, go, go back as far as you need. I know you have a rich history uh, growing um, up in this area. And it seems to me every time I turn around to say, oh, have you met Maria? They're like, oh, yeah, we went to, uh, you know, we, we grew up next to each other. Or, uh, you know, I know uh, her family or this, that, and the other. So you do have a longstanding well, it's history It's going to be very here. hard. I'm already getting choked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to talk about the wonderful people here without getting emotional because it's really... I, never, I just never thought I'd have the opportunity to move back at this stage. You know, yes. we always thought we would move back and retire, you know. But to actually come back and be working and contributing to the artistic life of, of this community is just, it's an incredible gift for me. Um, well, let's see. Started back in high school, in Niagara Falls High School, the old building, now the NAC, um, which had a really rich program of um, of drama, which mm-hmm. they've continued Definitely. in the new in the new yeah. high school, uh, you know, four productions a year, just really, really grew. And you know, the lessons I learned during that time, uh, they served me my entire career. I uh, went to the Eastman School of Music, decided to go into opera. That seemed to be where my my skill was was uh, vocally. Um, went from there to Philadelphia, the Curtis Institute of Music, blah blah blah, um, and then from there just. Uh, you know, th- everything is always just auditions. You can have these these uh, degrees, and they're very useful, and especially after you're a performer, when you're trying to become a teacher or do other things, your degrees really do matter, so stay in school. Um, but uh, in the performing world, as in a- as any artistic world, it's the audition that matters, and, you know, so, and timing, all of those things, and, you know, through great good fortune and preparation and all those things, had some really great breaks along the way, um, got involved with the San Francisco Opera in their apprenticeship program where I met my husband, who was also an opera singer and uh, was also in their program there. And then from there, you know, about for about 10 years, we both uh, traveled and, and sang very fr- infrequently together, which was a big deciding f- factor for the next uh, stage of our life. You know, we were just never really together because it just didn't work that way. People don't hire you as a couple, they hire you as an individual. When we decided that we wanted to start a family, we thought, you know what, maybe it's time to, to change the focus of how we, uh, how we are artists and we decided to become teachers. So um, I taught for a few years and so did Michael, my husband, at um, Fredonia. We taught there, that was sort of our entree. Uh, Carnegie Mellon I taught at and then we ended up relocating to uh, Los Angeles. Just wasn't at that time. It wasn't possible to, to find two full-time teaching positions in this area, which is what we needed to do. So we pulled up stakes and moved to LA, and we're there for 20 years. Uh, Michael full-time at um, UCLA, and I was at Pasadena City College running the opera program there, and then ended up also at uh, UCLA. But then, you know, Nineteen. I mean, it's been 19 years. It's uh, oh, and in between coming back to Chautauqua, teaching in Chautauqua, loved that. But then it came. It was time for something new, you know, and uh, made the decision to just fill in those educational gaps and took some classes online on um, uh, not management, uh, nonprofit, nonprofit mm-hmm. management, I guess you would call it, and uh, was in the midst of all that and came back last summer. <laughs> And through conversations, heard that things were changing here. And uh, and even before I heard that, I had asked even Irene if I could use them as a case study for my, my degree. With all of your with studies my, that yeah, you were doing. Yeah, for every class that you take, you have to have an indi- a, different, um, a different group. So for one of my classes, I wanted to, uh, to use them. And 
Um, and this is this is before I think even they knew what was going on, and certainly nothing was announced. And then, and then they, it was happening. And lo and behold, it lo was and behold, everything the, the stars, stars aligned. aligned. The stars right. aligned. <laughs> and you know, just when I heard that that was opening up, I just it I, was time. Oh, but I was. I mean, talk about trying to put your best foot forward. I just really was like, this is really. It. I was. I, I really, really wanted it. I wanted it on so many different levels, and I just really uh, hoped, put in my application, <laughs> and crossed my fingers, and really just you know put my best foot forward, and uh, really luckily and gratefully, I was the candidate chosen. You, and, you were uh, chosen, and I remember how excited Eva and Irene were to have uh, your application come through, and they were just so excited about the possibilities and the opportunities. Oh, and so generous I think them. it was just that was a labor of love for them as well, this oh organization, gosh. and yes. leaving it into hands they knew they could trust was important to them. And I just remember the excitement in their mm. voice as they said, we found somebody, and don't worry, she is from California, but she's also from here, and she's coming <laughs> back, and you'll have an opportunity to meet her, and things are going to be great. And you know, uh, months later, here we are, and you have been running full steam ahead with yeah. this organization. Well, it's, it's all new, you know, so the first time through is very new. If there's any teachers out there, it's just like that. Your first time you're doing your class, you feel like you're one week ahead of the class. Yes. <laughs> and then, that's, so that's kind of where I am. I'm one week ahead, I feel like. But, uh, no, but it's all coming into place. Everybody in town in the greater Niagara area has been so incredibly generous and helpful and um just not only to me, but just to the, to the Lewiston Council of the Arts, they really, they really appreciate the, what what the council has done for the area and what Eva and Irene have done, and just how much it adds to uh, to the quality of life in 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 our area. It does, you know? and yeah. the arts community as a whole in Western New York is very close, very yes, close knit, yes. and will work together and promote each other and really lift up the arts as I much as they feel can. That. Yeah, there's not this. Um, competition that There's comes with in, a, in a bigger market, see Los Angeles. Although I have to say in general, artists are very, gener gen are. very generous. Um, but there's not this scarcity mindset here at all. It's, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. For exactly. sure, that's the mentality here. It is. It yeah. is so nice to see that. And I love that you have that musical background. I'm a mm. musician too. Yes. And so we had bonded yes. right away, you know, right. with the excitement of the possibilities again. Yeah. And it's nice to have that different component, that different background coming into mm -hmm. the Arts Council. You're able to provide something a little bit different to add to the tapestry of, of what the council provides. So I'm mm. excited about the things to come. You know, it is it is tough when you first enter into an organization, especially one that does so many events. You know, yeah. the music events takes time and planning and mm -hmm. a lot of logistics and this arts uh, festival this weekend is a huge monster on its own <laughs> so it's not just you know it's a, it's it's finding a little bit of everything to to make this council work for the community mm -hmm. and kind of um, building on what was already done but mm -hmm. building something new is mm -hmm. exciting too and mm -hmm. I can't wait for the the next year once you have your right. feet wet the right. next year when you're able to offer some different different planning and different opportunities yeah. and just a different thought process mm -hmm. for the year to come. I'm Absolutely. excited about and that. And I, I have to just give a, a really specific shout out and thank you to you. You were just, you have oh, been incredible. you're welcome. Well, Anytime. That's, that's her personality, to brush it off. But I'm telling you that if you look back over her text messages and your phone calls that you had from me and just 
you know, just so generous with your time and your knowledge and your, your connections with everyone. It's really made my first year a lot, oh, a lot easier. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that whenever I really, I think I really told you, no, really text me anytime. I will and answer I it. Have. <laughs> <laughs> and if I can't get it, somebody else, I'll get somebody else to respond yeah. to you and they will get you the information you absolutely need. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Well, that's so how we you. work in this area. And that's yes. what our chamber is for. So yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Anytime you need anything, if you have my Batcave number, then you know you can, <laughs> you can text me at any time. But that's, yeah. you know, that's part of our organization. That's part of our podcast here, growing business and community. That's really what we do. And it's important that we continue to keep these relationships going because it helps everybody. And it really helps our region as well. I agree. The art uh, festival this weekend is one of those festivals that puts Lewiston on the map. Mm -hmm. People come to the village because they enjoy the festival, but they also are able to enjoy our restaurants, our shopping, our history, Mm -hmm. the culture, and they really make a weekend of it. So we hope that everybody comes this weekend, this Saturday and Sunday, to the Lewiston Council on the Arts Art Festival. It's it's been referred to as a number of things. Art Fest, Lewiston Art Fest, <laughs> the festival, you name it. Right. It's been referred to a lot right. of things, but mm-hmm. we're we're excited about it this weekend and all the work that Maria and her board has done to make it happen this year. Thank you, Maria, for oh, coming on so our much, podcast. Really I told her it was it. really easy, nice and yeah. casual. We've only done oh, Rich, what are we in? Nine, ten episodes? Nine episodes? Oh, I'm this not is even a new sure. Thing. It's very oh, new this year. That. Oh, that's great. So we uh, we are getting it off the ground and it's been exciting to have some guests on and yeah. to do some solo work as well. So I really appreciate you taking the time oh, thank this you. morning. It's been my pleasure. You've made me feel very welcome and at ease. So thank you and thank you to Rich. Another Niagara Falls High School. Yes. You know, make the connections happen. Maybe, maybe, you know, we'll get you on a few more times talking about a few different other things. Yeah, or just, you know, not even our programming, just about We can just talk about music. We can talk about music. Yes. Oh, that would be a fun podcast. Maybe I'll bring in my violin. We can, you can sing. Mm, Oh, we can have all. All right, we've got another episode (laughs) planned. Well, thank you for joining us today, Maria. Um, My pleasure. Best of luck to you this weekend for the Art Festival. Thank you, thank you. Again, if you'd like to volunteer, contact the office. Contact our office or Maria's office, and we'll get you in the 6 a.m. time slot. <laughs> 6 a.m. or 6 p.m., that's when the cleanup starts, too. So. Cleanup, that's absolutely true. But also, we just really want to have a presence on the street for for festival goers. You yes. know, to just see that ID bag, badge, and if they have a question, or to just, just connect. Yes, definitely. Know? Yeah, so. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Growing Business and Community. I'm Jennifer Pauly. Thank you on behalf of the Upwards Niagara Chamber of Commerce.